wherever you listen to us from whatever your time zones is we bring you the greetings from the most high god praise the name of the lord hallelujah amen we thank the lord this morning for such a beautiful morning that he has blessed us with and this day we would appreciate and thank him for all his goodness for all his kindness amen tell the next person close to you you are blessed oh as i said to the person close to you you are blessed hallelujah we thank god this morning for his powerful presence And today I am so excited to be at the feet of Christ. And I am more jubilant for his powerful grace. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This morning we bless him. Amen. We bless the Lord for his incredible and merciful grace. I want you to shake the person close to you and said, God bless you for coming. Amen. May the Lord bless you all. Amen. This morning, I want to talk about very important thing as a believer. Hallelujah. As a believer. Today, I want us to share a very simple word of God, and I believe it's going to help all of us. Amen. Today, God bless all of you who actually participated in the, our past program that we did. It was a very powerful program, four-day program. And many of you took part in that particular program. And it was a blessing and a success. May the Lord bless you all. Amen. Amen. Um, today is very, very important day in our life. Many of you don't understand why I'm saying this. But for me to sleep and wake up today is a blessing. And it's not everyone that I've had such an a powerful grace like this. But you and I are so fortunate and so blessed to have experienced life again. Amen. Today, I am dealing with a topic or a theme I've written for you today. Understanding the wisdom of positioning. Understanding the wisdom of positioning. Say, understanding the wisdom of wisdom of positioning. Hallelujah. Understanding the wisdom of what positioning. Amen. Understanding the wisdom of positioning. In this life, there are many, many people. 
that want to succeed, that want to succeed, but they always want to ignore the simple principles govern success. There are many people that want to succeed. Yet, they want to forego the basic principles govern success. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you here? Everybody today, if you should ask anyone, he will say, Pastor Prince, I want to be blessed. I want God to bless me. And if you are here, you've never prayed for God's blessing. Let me see your hand up. Hallelujah. Amen. So monitor the online for us. They said we are having a feedback. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Everyone wants to succeed. But nobody wants to pay the price. Ask every youth in this life, on this planet, that who else don't want to succeed? Everybody will tell you, I want to succeed. Praise the name of the Lord. If you are here and you don't want to succeed, let me see your hand. It means everybody wants to succeed. Amen. That is why today I present to you understanding the wisdom of positioning. Understanding the wisdom of positioning. Let's go to our open scripture. Proverbs chapter 9 verse number 10. Proverbs chapter 9 verse number 10. Proverbs chapter 9 verse number 10. Please if you want to join that, join down. Join something down, write something down and it will help you. Proverbs chapter 9 verse number 10. What does the Bible say? It said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Hallelujah. But I want to do it on the A. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. Praise the name of the Lord. Then open to Proverbs chapter 1 verse number 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instructions. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and what? Instructions. Please, you can put the scriptures on the, our podcast so that many of our listeners can also have a benefit of it. God bless you. Pastor, for doing that for us. Amen. So the first one we says what? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. That's a proverb chapter what? 9 verse 10. And the second one, proverb chapter 1 verse what? Verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. 
but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Praise the name of the Lord. If you want to succeed on this earth, and as a Christian and as a believer of Jesus Christ, if you want to succeed and you want to despise wisdom, you want to despise basic instructions, forget about success. Hallelujah. God never created anybody to be poor. Hallelujah. Poverty is a choice. Poverty is a decision. Poverty is a mindset. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many times people associated or interpret poverty as failure. There's a vast difference between failure and poverty. Hallelujah. Failure or poverty is you ignoring the basic principles govern whatsoever you want to acquire in life. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you here? Bible says a fool saying in his heart that there is no God. Who is a poor person? A poor person is someone who deliberately Consciously ignore the existence of the creator. The fact that you don't have money doesn't mean you are poor. The fact that you don't have something doesn't mean you are poor. It's a challenge. Say challenge. Being poor is a disobedient to the basic law and principles. Simple instructions, lay down instructions that will catapult you, transport you from one stage to another. So when you ignore principles and instructions, you will never reap success. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let me define failure too for you to understand simple things. So you know that poverty means disobedience to God's instructions and laws. And ignorance and disobedience to laws and instructions. Henceforth, poverty. Praise the name of the Lord. Because your birthplace has no power to withhold you from succeeding and making impact in the world. Did you get what I said? Your birthplace, where you were born, family that you were born into, has no power to withhold you from succeeding in this life. So to make it in this world. Where you were born. Has no power. 
Because where you were born and your birthplace and your destination is not the same. Hallelujah. What can hold a person from succeeding in this life is your what? Your ignorance and your disobedience of what? Of the laws that has been stipulated, has been put in place to govern, to guide you. Praise the name of the Lord. It means that you are on your way to poverty. There are people who are rich, but they are poor. Being rich is just in possession of material things. But being blessed, wealthy, it's not just material things alone. It means that you are spiritually strong. You have the connection to the divinity. You acknowledge the creator. So when you have money, and all that you have in this world is money, houses, and material things. You are poor. If you don't know the creator of the things you are possessing. Hallelujah. Are we claiming the atmosphere? If you don't go to heaven, you don't blame who? You don't blame who? You don't blame Jesus, but you blame yourself. So understanding the positioning of what? Understanding the wisdom of what? Positioning. Understanding the wisdom of what? Positioning. So now, I wanted to explain failure. Failure is not just always subject to maybe lack of understanding. Lack of understanding can also make you fail about something. But sometimes you know the nitty gritties of the thing. You have the fullest knowledge about the things you are studying. But yet, examination password fools like you always say. You understand. Sometimes when you know too much, you don't follow protocol. And when it comes to the marking of examination paper, there are guidance and guidelines that is being used to mark papers. So the fact that you know you can write 10,000 essay doesn't mean the examiner should overlook the guidelines and give you correct. Hallelujah. Hence, failure. When you try something and you don't succeed and you end, you stop and you refuse to go. You, you, you become discouraged that I don't want to pursue anymore. That is what we call what? failure. So failure is refusing to do it again after you did it first time and it didn't work. That is failure. Praise the name of the Lord. Are we getting there? Are we getting there? So this is what failure. Now, let's come to understanding the wisdom of what? Positioning. In this life, if we are born to be a security man, 
and you want to be plumber, remember you have failed. And you cannot make it in life. Because where God has positioned you, if you move from that place, you will miss the encounter and the glory of God. Hallelujah. So if you want to make it, you must understand it. The dimensional law governs whatever you want to achieve. If you want to have a successful marriage, you must comply with the rules governing marriage. When your partner is failing on his or her side, that is not an encouragement enough for you to also fail. Because marriage is a journey. And there is a destination. Your husband, your wife can refuse to comply the rules. And they will not get to the destination. That is why divorce is not a total separation of marriage or union. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody here? That is what God did not call total divorce or total separation in marriage. When it comes to the Bible understanding of divorce, it says separation. A temporal separation. That's why when a woman is divorced, no man should marry. When a man is divorced, any woman that God near has committed adultery. But there's a separation. There's a law given. Hallelujah. But God said, because it's a journey, and it started from one end, you must end it at the destination. So be right about something that's not give you the audacity to break rules. Because rules are set before the actual thing started. Before God created human beings, he had already created the earth. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? I'm not talking about marriage here. I'm using marriage as an example. Because if you can understand the concept of marriage, this life, you can never fail. And even if you fail once, Bible says a righteous man will fall seven times. When you hear the word fall, what comes to your mind is fornication. That's not what God is talking about. It's a righteous man who failed seven times. When your boss can kick you out of office seven times. Your family can reject you seven times. People will refuse to help you seven times. God, that word is failure. The word for is it's a disconnection. From source of providers, source of helpers that can help you elevate you. So when that disconnection happens, no matter how many times it happens, God can still raise you up. Hallelujah. 
If you want to go far, you must understand these principles. Write this one down. Those who protect you, those who protect your borders, cease dangers all the time than yourself. Those who protect your borders, those who protect you, they see more dangers than you do. So if you want to go far in life, you must understand certain people, we call them gatekeepers. The day Ghana will compromise on our security. The day Ghana, the government of Ghana will take the security apparatus, the security firm. Anyhow, that the Ghana is going to the abyss. Hallelujah. In your house, you must know who is the gatekeeper. If you disconnect and disrespect the gatekeeper, remember that is the beginning of your overthrowment. That is the beginning of the end of your life. Hallelujah. So you must what? First of all, those who protect your bodies, they see no dangers. So such people Who is your life security? Who is your life security? Who is your financial security? Who is your spiritual security? Who keeps your gate? Who is the keeper of your gate? Who is the keeper of your life? It is not everybody that you have to apply or maybe deploy or employ to be at your gate. Because when you employ your enemy to be at your gate, when your enemies are coming, he will tell your loved ones are coming. Anybody that becomes a security of your life, you must not joke with that person. Because the person sees more dangers than you do. That is why Ghana, we must not joke on our security. Those, especially on our borders. The government, if I have the power, I will tell the government should pay them more than even the directors sitting at the high office. Because the one at the bush, at the border of Ghana, and those people, we call them constables. Those people, if you want, they eat, is a problem. So imagine you a security at the Aplawo, Togo border, and your wife calls you that the whole day they have no eating, and the government has delayed your salary, and you see another enemy coming, won't you negotiate? You will negotiate. So imagine the one at the at the border. You pay that one more than the one who sit at office called director. I'm telling you, you have a perfect and a secure nation and a secure business. The reason why you see many rich men and when you enter into their house, there's more chaos than anything because you know what?
the watchman at the gate is what? Disregarded. How much is the salary of the gate man? The security man. The watchman. How much is his salary? You pay the watchman of your life, of your home, of your asset. 100 Ghana cities. And you pay just your secretary. You pay so-called what? How much? And you're expecting that our robbers will not come and rob you. There's gate men, the security men, they are not just gate men, physical. They are there to represent spiritual gate of your life. They have eyes. But how much is the salary of the security man or the gate man? The watchman. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Understanding the wisdom of position. Praise the name of the Lord. Your friends will come to you. People will come to you. And you dash them money anyhow you want. See that girlfriend of yours, that boyfriend of yours. The way you used to give money to dash to that boyfriend. But the security man at your gate, he has never got that. Thing. How many of us who have bought a car for his security before? Who has bought a house, a car for his watchman before? Have you seen a watchman who has received a bonus, car as bonus? But yet, we disregard him. Hallelujah. You have employed somebody to be your nanny. And the nanny is taking care of your kids. You are busy looking for money. Busy looking for money. And dashing your boyfriend and your girlfriend money anyhow. Buying car to give to them as a birthday present. And your nanny seated in the house. Taking care of your daughter, your sons. How much do you pay them? You will get all the money in the world. And by the time you realize your son, your daughter is an armed robber. is a prostitute. You know why? Because you don't understand the positioning. The wisdom of what? Positioning. joke with people in your life there are some people when you look at the society and how they go about things and you follow the routines and the directions of the society you will end up like they ended up and you always be like them you must dare to be different today I said dare to be different praise the name of Right, point number two. Those who protect your gate, I mean your main gate, sees ghosts. They see ghosts. And flashing, flashing, or moving demons or spirits. Those who protect your gate sees ghosts in and flashing or moving demons or spirits at times hallelujah 
I wonder the salary of a, a house girl. A house girl who washes the master's boxer shorts and undies. As a woman, you are so lazy. And your house help is the one who washes your husband's pants. What is the salary of that house girl? 255 Ghana cities. He washes your under. I remember one day, I went to a place and a house girl or a boy was washing somebody's pants. And immediately as I entered into the house, I saw the person has lifted the pant up and was looking at the pant. And I didn't let the guy see me or the lady see him. So I was just watching what he's going to do with the pant. And, and the person started speaking into the front of the pant. I said, I'm not going to do anything. I want to see what will happen. Within two weeks, the person had an attack. All of a sudden, later I realized that the person is, the house person is getting closer to the, to the boss. The house girl will snatch your husband because you talk to her anyhow. But she's the one washing your husband's pants. She will cast, she will cast a spare on the pants. When your husband wears the pants, he will never see you. Your husband will come home and he will see you like a house girl and the house girl like a madam. Because you're a fool. You don't understand anything in this life. Because you think having money is everything. Money is not authority. Money is not authority. Money. The language of money is poor. Only poor people speak money. All that they know is money. The rich don't know money. The rich know how to maintain connection and establish a healthy connection. Because sometimes you may be in a situation and you may not have money to pay. But because you have been able to understand the wisdom of positioning and you know certain people that are in your life strategically, you are positioning them in your life. So they may come a time, you just call them, they have to come. Their presence alone, they pay for everything. There is one many people in Ghana here. No Ghanaian is too rich. Because you know why? We work for money. But money is not working for us. The day money begins to work for you, you have ended the era of poverty and you are on your way to riches and success. was money. All that he knows was money. 
Jesus knows that he's not supposed to work with money. When he wants to tap into money, sea is there. Not knowing the fishes in the sea are the banks of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus understands connection. So Jesus told Peter, because Peter is an experienced fisherman. He said, Peter, go and put the what? The hook in the water. The first fish you catch, open the mouth. There's money, bring it, and let's pay our tax. Jesus' mindset was not about money. He knows where the monies are. So he has positioned himself very well. Whenever he needs money, he has to go to the sea. Catch a fish, open the mouth, money is there. And the money can pay anything that Jesus had to pay. Come about. That house help that you are disregarding, she has or he has the key to your security. Hallelujah. Yesterday I went to a certain house. And when I entered into the house to pray, the man is a man of God and the wife is also, they are listening. But they have a house girl there. And the house girl has a covenant. And the covenant is such that anybody that disregards that servant, because in her house she's not a servant, but she has become a servant in somebody's house. But the woman and the man and the children don't know the spiritual standard of that young girl who is a, a house girl. I was sitting down and I saw the son disrespecting the girl. Can't get out from here. Come, we've got a visitor. Leave here, leave here, leave here. Immediately the girl moved from that place. She just touched the wall and embraced the wall. Do you know why she did that? She, she released the pain into the wall. And quickly I saw the wall was shaking, bubbling. And it came out like a round ball and entered into the ball. The boy was sitting in the chair, I was looking at the boy. The boy shook like this. And he just shook his head. The thing has entered into the world. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't let money be, make you become arrogant and disrespectful. <clears throat> Praise the name of the Lord. If you understand the wisdom of position, you know. Your accountant is as equal important as the gate man. There is no low level. Do you know in life, even in God, do you know the highest people in the kingdom of God are children? So the people that we think they are the head, they are the masters, they are nothing. Jesus said, John the Baptist is the greatest of, of, of the greater man of every man that is born by a woman, but in the kingdom of my father is the smallest. So if you consider that you are bigger in the kingdom of God, in the mind of God, in the sight of God, you are nothing. And the house girl has born is bigger than you. So today he is 
serving you, but tomorrow you shall also serve the husband or house girl. Be careful what you say about people. Be careful how you see others. your business feel good and relax those who protect your castle your business feel good and relax and see comfort and serve you with greetings of praise those who protect your castle or business feel good and relax and they see comfort and serve you with greetings of praise Yesterday, I went to a place. I went to a place to pray for a certain, a certain couple. They have business, and I went to pray for them. When I went there, they have a big company, very prosperous, prosperous, and the business is very there's prospect in it. It has a future. But the one who actually is the watchman of the business in the night you are disconnected you are sleeping and somebody is close to the business watching the business I was looking at something and I joined it down I quickly typed it into my phone and I said how is it that the business owner will go and sleep only come and reap and tend to one or two things and goes away but the one who watches the business is there 24-7. And anything can get missing. And he or she can be fired. But what at all can you do except firing the person? If you come and the person says, the business is collapsed. What are you going to do? Everything is dead. What would you do? Would you kill the person? The greatest you can do is to arrest. What if it's, it's a natural incident? Hallelujah. What if the person gets up and poison everything, destroy everything? What would you do? I'm speaking to minds. Speaking to hearts. Sometimes we learn to observe things. And we look at it from a distance. And see. Maybe if you go this way, it can help us. You got it? You know something happens? I always write everything I observe. The person says something. He said, my phone fell into water. And it's destroyed. Whether it is true, it is not true. I don't care. 
I'll find a way to provide you a phone. But remember, every lie told, there are consequences. So if you're a businessman listening to me, a businesswoman listening to me, hear me. Whatever they tell you, provide what is necessary to keep your business. But there are consequences if they lied. Every lie told, there are consequences to pay for it. Lie to me anyhow you want it. I don't care. But you pay for a consequence. I'm not talking about anybody. I'm talking about Barbara. How for her can mention her? Yesterday I went to her business. She has a very beautiful business. A very nice business. A big pottery farm. That is prosperous. In fact, it's, it's nice. When I got there, I was encouraged. That she's doing something. She's not a lazy girl. I pray that God will bless her. And I pray over the blessing, over, over the business, that it will grow. But there's something that I saw. The watchman of the place came and said, my phone fell into what I said. But I've been calling you. Baby girl, forget, forgive me, okay? So I've been calling you, I've been calling you. I'm not getting you. They said, Mom, my phone is destroyed. It fell into water. We didn't know. When we were going to throw the water, we realized that it was in the water. So when we took it, we realized that it's no more working. Whether it is true, it's a lie. The phone was not brought out for us to see. But he said the phone is what? Destroyed. Hear me. The car that we went with, it's a Nissan pickup. Very nice car. I was at the distance praying and I saw the guy came around the car. He passed around the car three times. And he came to stand in front of the car. And the, but then the driver was coming and he told the driver, next time when you are coming, bring two. Because I'm taking this one to Kumasi. Then I said, mm, what is happening? The guy went inside before he entered into his gate. He strapped the foot like this. And he did something, he said something. And I said, there are people, if you are not careful, whatever you are having in your hand, they will take it from you. You see, I didn't sat in the car from where we parked. I walked to a distance. Even the driver parked at the place you came to sit, thinking that I will come and sit in the car. I said, I will never allow this car to be taken from this family. There are some people, if you choke, when your business collapses, they don't care. They don't care. God did not call them. God called you and give you that business. That business is not your responsibility. It is your responsibility. And you have allocated your powers and your responsibility to them. So how you care for yourself, you must care for them also. Other than that, you pay a big price and you fail forever. But I pray anybody after your business, may God give you wisdom to deal with them. May God give you wisdom to deal with your workers, your employees. Hallelujah. Ghanaian's employers are making big mistakes. They're making big mistakes. Ghanaian workers are big fools. 
the wise workers in Ghana here are not up to 5%. The wise employees in Ghana, 5% wise. The rest, 95% fools. Because they don't know that the business that you have been employed to do, it is a dress rehearsal for you to become bigger in the future. So if you undermine, because it is not your business, it isn't your business, so I am just doing things anyhow. I don't care. Let me tell you something. You'll get there and they'll pay you the same price. You'll pay the same price and you'll even pay more than your predecessor did. That's what Ghanaians, we don't have businessmen in Ghana. Churches in Ghana. The young person following the big man. They don't care whether the church is going down or is going up. It's none of their business. All that they do is I've come to church. Whether late or early. They don't care. I've come. What would you do? Can you kill me? You are married. I also have a girlfriend, a boyfriend. Does I care? I doesn't care. Lewin said. But you have forgotten that your father will not remain your father forever. There comes a time the name father will be dead because somebody had to wear the shoe of a father. But the actual man that was there called father is disconnected. But somebody had to also sit on the throne. So today, you are a son and your father is there and you are disregarding him. You will pay the same price when you get there and becomes a father. You must understand the wisdom of positioning. Maybe your father is not smart. You are smart. But you are forgotten. 1975. Those fathers there. And 2020. The fathers of 2020 are more advanced than the fathers in 1974. But let me tell you. The fathers in 1974. Be smart as in you are wise. The difference between being smart and being wise. Hallelujah. Wisdom can be imparted. But the only people who have the custodians of wisdom are not sons, are fathers. Because wisdom means knowledge plus, plus intelligence plus smartness plus experience put together you are wisdom. And what qualifies this is the fear of Elohim. That's what the Bible said. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. If you don't fear God, the business where you have been employed, you will destroy the business. You will rob the business. You will destroy the business because you don't have the fear of God in you. If you have the fear of God in you, anywhere you've been placed, there shall be success and progress. If you have been given a position and for two years, nothing has come out of that position. You were disgraced to that office. Hallelujah. I remember when my senior pastor said that today you are associate pastor. I cried. Do you know why I cried? I didn't want that position. I cried because it's a bigger responsibility. I became the head of pastors. The head of pastors the head of all the church, the head of the caretakers. And it was a burden. It means the man has removed his shoe, tempera for me to wear. When he's not there, I wear the shoe. How was
was I able to successfully move through those people? And today, they are still seeing me and they call me father. They call, still call me boss. Not because I superimpose myself on them. Hallelujah. I came to their level. Even some, some of them lower than their level. Because if you don't go lower to the level or the level of your servant, you will never understand their feelings. I have a book I'm writing. Don't always sit at the top. Come down to the ground and you know what goes on on the ground. Because what goes up is from the down. What goes up is from the town. So anything you see it up there came from the ground. Because Bible said in the beginning, the earth was without form. How did God commanded and the feminine shifted and lifted to the up? Because they were all put together on the down. Where was God? He is the only one up there. So everything that you see, the sun, the moon, everywhere, they were put together on the down. God said, let there be light. That brought the distinction and the expansion. Light is the measurement of size. Expansion. What you occupy in space. What you don't see, you cannot measure. You can only measure what you see. So we can only measure this room because there is light here. So it gives us a fair idea of what we are trying to measure. Can you measure darkness? Darkness is unmeasurable. But light is measurable. Because where the sun reaches, it is something measurable. Can measure. Hallelujah. But nobody can measure darkness. Praise the name of the Lord. Understanding the wisdom of positioning. Positioning. Today, you may be an instrumentalist. You may be whatever role you play in the church. And you may disregard because this is an ordinary job. It's an ordinary thing. You don't understand God. If you understand, be an instrumental. It means you have become the heartbeat of God. Even if the pastor disrespects you because you know that this is my office. And I'm telling you, you don't allow anybody to tell you what you must do. Because you know that this is my work. And anywhere you get to, you shall receive increase and advancement. If you don't put things together, you don't go to God in prayer. God doesn't answer the prayer of fools. If you are not ready, don't go to God to pray. Because he doesn't listen to the prayer of people who are not ready. Worry God about, 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 your, about your broken business, your lost marriage, your lost business, your lost relationship, your lost this, your lost that. Cry all day night. God will not listen. God listen to the prayer of those who adhere, who respect and obey the principles and the rules and the regulation. Let me tell you something. Bible says when it rains, it rains both on the rich and then the poor, both on the white and the blacks, both on the, on the elders and the younger. When it rains, it rains both on the sinners and the righteous. Hallelujah. So when it comes to the daily provision, it is not difficult for God to give you. God always feeds his enemies. So, God, the fact that God is feeding you doesn't mean you are the lover of God. Understand it. Jesus said, when your enemy is hungry, feed him. When they are thirsty, give them the water. So, the fact that God is giving you water and daily bread every day and you go to work and you get money, doesn't mean God loves you. You may be an enemy of God. 
become too arrogant because you do things and it's working for you. You go here, it is working. The Father, it is working for you. Doesn't mean God is in need. God can be disconnected from something and the thing will still be working. But the thing can be dead in spirit. Because when God told Adam, he said, the day you eat this food, you will surely die. But when Adam and Eve ate it, they didn't die. But they died spiritually. Physically, they were alive. And that was why they were deceived. The fact that you have breath in you does not mean the fact that you are breathing and walking every day does not mean you are alive. You are only alive physically, but spiritually you are dead. God doesn't know you. You are very far away from existence, far away from the wisdom of God, far away from the knowledge of God. So how do I come to alive? How do I come to live in Christ? And being alive in Christ is the fear of God. When the work of God becomes your heartbeat, I don't care who respects and who doesn't respect. I know the house of God is not for the pastor. The pastor will die. Maybe you that we don't respect. Maybe you that we disregard. You that we don't pay attention to. You that we don't care about you. Maybe 10 years is coming. 20 years is coming. 30 years is coming. Pastor Prince will not be here anymore. Mama, Mama Augustina will not be here anymore. But maybe you are becoming the head of the pastor because the church... I am the head of my family. I am not the head of the church. The head of the church was not given to any man but Jesus. If Jesus is the head of the church, it means that he has the power to appoint and the power to disappoint. But as long as I'm here, I am only an acting. Acting is not substantive. Permanency. I am a pastor, not a pastor. I am a pastor and the head of this church. But I am only acting. I am no permanent head. The permanent head of this church is Jesus Christ. So you may disrespect the acting, but you don't know. The acting is just acting. There is an original owner. There's an original head. You are not doing me. You are doing yourself. to church we have to beg you for you to come to church you don't know who you are you don't fear god people that fear god no matter how busy they may be they always go to god first before they can attend to anything let me tell you something you can lose anything in this world my wife always tell me i say you can lose anything in this world and you can regain it again but when you lose god it is not likely for you to gain him again and i always thank god the wisdom that she has infused in me. He said, if there's something that you must fight for, you must fight for the fear of God. Fight to be at the feet of Christ. Fight to stay under the feet of Christ. And that is the only asset and only treasure you can ever have. And when you have that asset, you can go far, your children can go far. The fast you can go is not the limit. Your children can go far than you do. There are many of you, what you are doing to God today, it's a total disconnection. You are disallowing your kids to have access to God. You are not doing. When you allow pain to eat into you, when you allow pain to decide for you, when you allow pain and, and disrespect, people are just giving to you to disconnect you and disallow you from doing things for God, for becoming important and material in the house of God. You are not doing anybody, but you are blocking your children's chances. The sons and the daughters of President Rollins, former president, may his soul rest in peace. 
where the children may find themselves, they shall be respected. Because the father was once upon a time recognized as a state man. But if he did not pay, he did not create a space for them in their spirit. They may be recognized physically, but when they encounter spiritual things, nobody will be there to intercede for them. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. When I give, I don't give because you are beautiful. I don't give because you are handsome. I don't give because you are good. I give because I don't know the future of my kids. And human beings are doors and entrances. So I am only giving to you, not because it is you. I am giving it to God. So whenever I am giving, I look beyond personality. I look beyond status. I look beyond image. Because there's something bigger than the image. And what I, because God is not here. Whatever I give to God will not make any sense. But when I give to you, it will make sense in God. Understand the wisdom of position. I will never allow pain. I'm going through to disallow me to do what is required of me as a person. Don't despise knowledge. But the day you despise wisdom, you are dead. Hallelujah. Learn. But don't forget about God. Today, many of you, you are no good servants. God can never rely on you. You are creating an image that your children will follow. Hallelujah. Whatever you are today is the image and the benefit your father had. So if doors are not opening, it means your father didn't do enough. There are some of you, by now, you must be on top. Being on top doesn't mean you should be higher than God. Being on top means God, by this time, you should be able to have connection, access to power, access to authority, access to dimensions. You don't have it. God, listen to the prayer of the covenant cooperators. If you don't cooperate with God in covenant, forget about him. David is dead, but the sons of David, they don't even pray. They are taught alone. God answers them because it's a covenant. David did something, not for the children of Israel, but he did it for God because he knew everybody on his time and at his time, they were temporal. But there was untemporal God. He is not just the Alpha, he is the Omega. He's not just the beginning. He is the end. He's the only one. Before he starts something, he will tell you the end of it. So by the time he said, I am beginning the thing, he has accomplished the end. That is why I cannot look down upon you because I only know your beginning, but I don't know your end. God discloses your beginning. He doesn't disclose your end. That is why you cannot judge a book by its cover. Are you, here? Are, you here? Are you here? Are you here? You can only go far. If you, if you have enough stamina. 
It is nothing without author. God recognizes author. Jesus said, when you want to pray to your heavenly father, open your door, enter into your bedroom and shut it and speak to your father. You don't understand. What kind of door is he talking about? Jesus said in Revelation chapter 3 verse 20, he said, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. What kind of door is God talking about? Not just opening your bedroom and enter into your bedroom and shut the door. There is a door God was talking about. Not physical, material door. But the spiritual door, your heart. Some of you, you can open your door, enter into your inner chamber, in the inner chamber, an upper room, an inner room. When your heart is shut, the prayer is useless. You must understand God. You must understand Him. There are basic principles. Go look at work. He look at work. Evidence. Evidence. He look at it. Are you better than Joseph? How many times have you to fall in fornication? Are you better than Joseph? He went through slavery. He went through a lot of stuff. Are you better than him? In spite of everything the guy went through, the guy stood for Christ. He stood for God. He never tarnished the image of God. There are some of you, God cannot trust you. Come and play simple instrument. You are nowhere to be found. Come and arrange You are nowhere to be found. Can God trust you? For a higher position, even the smaller position, you are complaining. You have not been given incentives. I remember when my senior pastor wanted to pay me thousand, thousand two hundred Ghana city. I told him there are many pastors there. If you pay me, for me it's okay. I can manage. But let's give this money to those people, and they give the money to pay those pastors. They didn't know I was sowing into their life and tap into their gifting. Today, all of them, when the man led them to go to start their ministry, all their ministry have collapsed. Let me tell you something. This ministry will never collapse because it, is, it has a foundation and it has a source and the source is Jesus Christ. We work for it. From yesterday, I had a lot of vision and dreams. The church is big. There are many people. For almost about a week now, Coming from left to a center. Yesterday, I, I spoke to a certain prophetess and a prophet group. I went to speak to them. And I said, Before you can attain physical height, you must establish a covenant with Christ. What covenant do you have with God? Today, pastors go and exhort themselves, they don't exhort the Holy Ghost. Are you God? Hallelujah. Everything I'm teaching you, you can take it or leave it because. Whatever I'm preaching, I'm preaching to a lot of people. I'm not talking about you. Right? Are you here? If you take it, it will help you. Because I'm speaking to dimensions. Don't be too lazy. When it comes to God's things, you have a lot of excuse to give to. Coming to church, you have a lot of excuse. But can you excuse your boyfriend? Can you excuse your girlfriend? You have a wife you don't respect, but you respect your side chick. You have your husband you don't respect, but you respect your, your, your side boo. The mumu, the pig. For that one, I call them the side pigs. If the women are chicks, 
Then the men may be pigs. pigs. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. If you ignore your responsibility, if you regret and reject your duties and responsibility, you are going nowhere in life. Life is meant and designed for those who comply with the rules. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Sometimes as a pastor, you come to church, you have to come and wait for instrumentalists. Come to wait for members. Imagine the giver is waiting for the receiver. Can you imagine the end result? This is the basic principles you have rejected. How can God walk down to your room and bless you? Hallelujah. Let's read the first one. The, the Proverbs chapter 1 verse 17. Let's read it. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom. How can the giver go and wait for the receiver? You have called me to come for money and to meet you at Asunqua Junction. I am coming for one million dollars. And you said, Pastor Pray, please meet me there at one o'clock. By 12.30 you are there. And the one, me that I'm coming for the money, I come after three. Will I come and meet you? The giver is busier than the receiver. Understand it, write it down. You see, the reason sometimes you guys don't comply, you don't just ask them because you don't write anything. Your head cannot keep so many things. For the receiver, they wouldn't be given. And who loses? The receiver. But the giver doesn't lose it because the father he has what it takes to give. And he misses you, he can give to another person. That is what there are times God enters into the church. He's looking for a saint to bless, but he comes and there's nobody there to bless. And before Immediately he leaves. That's where you show up. Prayer. Don't let God show up before you show. Show up before you show. Because he's the giver. You are the receiver. Because the receiver is under the giver. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Covenant is very important. But you must understand the rules. The fact that Jesus Christ has come to die for you. And you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. It doesn't mean you are going to heaven automatically. He said, Protect your word, your salvation with fear and what? Trembling. It means be safe. It's nothing until you begin to work to keep it. Wow. Oh, I am born again. I was baptized 2023. I was baptized in 1945. 1945, that is not the case. The day you were baptized and the day you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior is not recorded. What is recorded is 
how you are keeping it daily. Because the judgment of God is not the past, it's the present. That is why you can be an out robber, notorious out robber yesterday, but today, if you accept him, what you did yesterday is forgotten. What God knows is who you are right now. That is why salvation is not yesterday. Salvation is today. The father you were born yesterday, born again yesterday, and today you are a vagabond. That doesn't mean you are being saved. You are only saved based on current record. God is a current affair man. Hallelujah. Oh God, yesterday I did this. You can give God everything you have. If you refuse to give him today, he doesn't remember what you did. Because what connects you to the past covenant and what you have done is what you are able to do today to trigger. Hallelujah. Because what you did in the past is a covenant. But there's a key to the covenant. The key to unlock the covenant, it is no prayer. Because prayer will take you to where the blessing, the asset are. But it takes giving to assess it. That's why those who pray all the time, they are poor than those who give. Because Bible said, give and it shall be given unto you. He didn't say pray and you shall be received. Prayer secure. Prayer protect. So if you are fornicating and you are a prayerful person, that is why many people who fornicate and do all kinds of, all kinds of things and they are yet they are prayerful people. That's why they, it is hardly you catch them. Because prayer protects what you have. It's like eating communion wine. When you are fully and you eat communion wine, it gives you strategic. Because communion wine, what it does is that it gives you strategic anointing for you to be able to master and acquire the skills to be able to sway and maneuver without you being catch. So anointing and prayer are very tricky things. If you don't understand it very well, if you don't understand the concept, the purpose, the intent of prayer and communion, you will always remain where you are. And the day the trumpet and papa, you are out of the game. No matter what you are standing on the altar to say, no matter how great you are as a preacher, how good you are as a singer, how good you are as an instrumental, how great you are as a member, God doesn't know that. What he knows is what you are doing right now, who you are right now. Who you are today matter to God because judgment is not yesterday. Judgment is today. Because on the day on the cross, there were two extra sinners on the cross with Jesus Christ. Whatever they have done, according to the judgment of man, it is very, very important. But according to the mindset, the wisdom of God, and the knowledge of God about judgment, God is current, not past. He's only yesterday. Because he is aware of what you did and he lives there. Because where he lives, everything gushes from him. So you cannot describe it. So on the cross, there was a metra, there was a thief. And the, and the metra said, ah, If you are God, save yourself and save us. And the other was shut up. You will not have food. We deserve this punishment by he. Immediately the guy said that the guy is very intelligent, skillful, and I don't I can imagine how he was on earth. How this guy was captured was it means there was a mystery person who actually aided them to come because the guy said something. After he said that, he said, Lord, remember me, Jesus. So if judgment is on what you have done in the past according to God's concept, 
the guy will not have received pardon and forgiveness. Judgment. That is why continue to harbor people who have, who have hurt you. Continue to harbor in your heart. Continue to harbor. Because I continue. 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 Hey, this one hurt me. This one insulted me. This one did this. In fact, God will punish. God will punish you. Punish you instead. If God finishes punishing you, if there's a remaining, then we'll give it to the one who hurt you. My, my husband didn't do this. My wife didn't do this. Hey, God will punish. God. God will not punish. You do, we don't pray punishment. That is why people who pray curses, I curse you, I curse them. God despises people who curse because God is a God of forgiver. If you want to be like Him, you must learn of Him. Judgment is not in the past, it's present. But some of you, so the emphasis like that, I'll continue to fool. Ah, ah. Immediately I see that Christ is coming, then I'll change. Jesus, the Lord says. I said, even the time and the hour and the seconds and the minute, I do not know. Only the Father knows. So the Lord Jesus will be there and the Father say, go! Then go. he goes. So it means that the Father and the Son, there is a secret between them. Hallelujah. Because sometimes your mind can conceive something, but he has not released it to the flesh. The flesh can never talk of it. There are a lot of things in your mind you have dreamt of. By your body, immediately you wake up, you forget about it. Because forgetfulness only remains in the realms of physicality, the body. But in the realms of the spirit, there's nothing like forgetfulness. Everything is transparent. Jesus is the image of the Father. He is the flesh of the Father. So Jesus has a limitation. That is why after he has resurrected, Jesus ate. It's a sign that he has a limitation. It's a sign that he is still under a rule and power. Even though he has been given a name that is above every name. And at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Both in heaven and on earth and believe. But yet, Jesus is subject to authority. So no matter the level of your, your success and prosperity and power, you must be submissive to power and authority. Are you here? Are you here? May the Lord bless you and keep you and make you great and strong. I want to end here. We'll continue probably next week. I have another program somewhere else by 6 o'clock. I'm going, so I need to go and prepare as well. So, I want to end here. Understanding the wisdom of positioning. Whatever skill you have to offer in the house of God, that is your position. I said your position in the house of God is not that you have been called to come and be a pastor, to come and be this and come and be that. Whatever skill you have, if the church is needed, if the church needs your skill, if your skill is something that is beneficial and the church can benefit it, that is your position. That is why in the beginning Jesus took all it off. The rest he left them like that. Jesus didn't give any position. Your position determines on your effort. Hello? 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 Your position determines on your what? Your what? Your effort. Praise the name of the Lord. So, what you are able to do, God, that is why he left the judgment in blank. He said, if you think John the Baptist is the one who baptized me, because I submitted to him. So, how can the one who baptized Jesus be belittled in heaven. 
It means no matter your level of power and level of position on this planet earth, if you disbelieved in God, if you had lack of faith in him, if you exercise lack of faith, lack of confidence in God, you can be belittled because that is effortless. Hallelujah. So whatever you are doing today, if you are cleaner, clean this house with joy. Joy. That God, as I'm cleaning this like I did in the past, I was praying, God said, there's no evil covenant in your family that covers you. I said, how? He said, the day you were sweeping at the church, what did you say? I said, God, when I was sweeping, I said, I sweep all my curses. Every curses from my grandfather, from my grandmother, from the thousand generation I came to occupy. I sweep all of them. And the Lord said, how many times did you sweep the chair? I said, I slept there for six years. And all the six years, all the work you have done, don't you think I have done something about it? I've forgotten about it. Now the curses are no have the, the curses don't have power over you anymore because you have swept it away. Have been at the house of God. Whatever you are doing at the house of God, the house of God is the feet of Christ. I respect prophets, but I respect the house of God more. That's the only time I'm entering into the house of God. But the time I enter into this, says, Lord, clean me and take away every burden. And let me assess your chapel. Because when you come to the house of God with all kinds of baggages, I tell you, you receive nothing from him. But when you enter, before you enter, so God, take away my burden. I want to empty everything so that I can have full of you. By the time you leave, you are renewed. 